Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 25th of April, 2023. This is your digital host, Max, here with a preview of today's top headlines. First, we have the story of blind people being discriminated against by rideshare drivers who are refusing to take their guide dogs. We'll follow that with a reminder that the upcoming total solar eclipse is worth the hype. And finally, we'll take a look at a new study that shows gun violence is actually worse in red states than in blue states. And after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from www.washingtonpost.com, blind people say rideshare drivers discriminate, refuse to take guide dogs. David Tatel, a U.S. judge, was refused a lift ride with his guide dog. This incident is not unusual and is a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act, as well as the D.C. Human Rights Act. Both Uber and Lyft have settled lawsuits with the National Federation of the Blind, and have committed to investigate discrimination claims, but little data is available. Uber introduced a new service called UberPet, which blind riders say has made the problem worse. The Justice Department has been encouraging people to report such incidents, but no direct action has been taken yet. Next. From www.space.com, yes, the solar eclipse is worth the hype, trust those who have seen one. A total solar eclipse is an awe-inspiring celestial event that many people dream of seeing. On the 21st of August, viewers within a narrow path in the United States will be able to witness the total eclipse. During totality, the sun will turn black, the temperature will drop, and the horizon will be surrounded by the colors of sunset. Those who have seen a total solar eclipse agree that it is an incredibly powerful and humbling experience, and the event is worth the effort of traveling to witness. Finally, from www.politico.com, gun violence is actually worse in red states. It's not even close. A new study from the Nationhood Lab at Sal Virginia University has found that gun violence is actually worse in red states than in blue states, even when accounting for population differences. This is due to the cultural and ideological forces that are unique to different regions of the country, which are rooted in centuries-old colonial rivalries. The South, in particular, has a significantly higher per capita rate of firearm deaths than the Northeast, due to a long-standing tradition of gun ownership and different views on the appropriate use of deadly force. The author of the study suggests that in order to craft effective gun reform policies, regionally tailored messaging must be employed that acknowledges these long-held views. Today's paper of the day is the United Nations Charter, International Human Rights, and the Hollowness of Sovereignty Claims by David Kay. This paper examines the UN Charter and its rejection of sovereignty as an excuse for human rights violations. It discusses the emergence of human rights in the UN system, as well as the pushback from states, such as China, against UN consideration of human rights abuses. The paper advocates for a return to the fundamentals of the UN Charter to restate the Charter's rejection of sovereignty. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at icymilaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.